All right, my good people, welcome back to the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I'm your host, CL The Source, your friendly neighborhood hope dealer. Back once again with another serving of that positivity, that inspiration, and that motivation. Yeah, for your head tops, we back at it, baby. And today is a special one. Damn, it's crazy. I'm sitting here reflecting. It's been two years since I created the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. Two whole years. That's fucking hella time, bro. So I couldn't think of a better way than to bring on a guest that was there with me from Jump Street of creating this uh, podcast. And today it's going to be a fun one just to give you a little quick preview of what we got going on. It's a celebration of the two year anniversary of the podcast. As I mentioned, it's going to be a fun discussion, very cool discussion, because the uh, gentleman that I have with me today is, again, somebody that's been with me from the get go, you know, in terms of getting this podcast started. So it's just going to be like a full circle back type of event. Uh, going to learn a lot about our guests and just kind of have some reflective moments and stuff like that. But today I have someone, you know, that's uh, very near and dear to my heart. That's my brother right here. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, for those that know him, he needs no introduction. For those that don't know, I refer you back to episode three of season one of the Bless Beyond Measure podcast. My good brother, A to the B. What's good, AB, bruh? Yo, yo, yo. And everything is everything. Uh, all is well on this side. I'm, I want to thank you for having me on this episode. And, man, I'm ready to get into it. Well, man, I appreciate you being here, bro. Like I said, man, I couldn't think of a better way to you know, celebrate the two-year podcast you know, anniversary than to have you as my, you know, a guest on here again, because it's been so long, first of all, since that first time we had that episode, right? And then second of all, man, it's just two years. So I feel like, you know, I want to pick your brain and just really kind of see what you have to say about the podcast and the two year span that has kind of been around and everything like that. And we'll just have a fun conversation about a bunch of shit, man. You're somebody I really confide in a lot of shit, man. So I feel like you're going to bring tremendous value to anybody that's listening, man. So thank you for being here, bro. Before we get started, though, bro, like, I really want to kind of just tap in with you, bro, you know, like I do with all my guests uh, on the podcast. Just do a real quick mental health check, man. How you doing on a scale of one to 10, bro? One to 10 uh, mental health check, bro. Uh, and like I told you earlier, before we got on, I'm neutral. Man, so I would say I'm right there in the middle, not too high, not too low. So let's call it a five on a, a scale from one to 10. I like that, bro. Balance, bro. Balance. You know what I'm saying? It's uh. It's something I'm starting to understand the importance of more and more. So I like that you're right where you're supposed to be, bro. And uh, thank you for sharing that with the listeners, bro. Um, So definitely want to kind of give folks another brief description. If you haven't already heard episode three of the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast, A, B, and I, man, you know, the way we first connected was through work. And then eventually we just kind of like developed our friendship through kind of uh, appreciation and respect for our own individual work ethic and we came together on a, a bunch of different projects me him and two of our other really good friends who are all like brothers now we've even you know traveled together we went to you know uh seattle to visit our boy rm shout out to rm you know what i'm saying and uh yeah man our, our friendship really just developed ever since then and i think av and i really just kind of recognize that we have a lot of similarities in terms of uh, age differences and shit like that and then we also kind of got a lot of similarities we both like sports sp uh, specifically basketball and uh yeah man ab bro you know talk to him talk to him a, a little bit more about how our relationship developed bro 
Yeah, man. So we shared a common workplace. We're working for the same company. Like frequencies attract and we were within proximity of each other. So I just think it was just something that happened that was bound to happen. And it was organic. Uh, What's been what? How many years? Maybe coming up on four, no, no, three years. Yeah, I think four, 2018, bro. 2018 was when I, when I signed on. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. 2022 now. Yeah, yeah. So it's been four years. You know, I just think that everything happens for a reason. Even though we're no longer working at the same company, we still keep in touch. So I think that's a testament to uh, our relationship, right? So it's like, it's not like it ended. We still choose to to be in each other's lives. So, you know, I think that that goes without saying. That. Most deaf, bro. I definitely fully agree, bro. And you're definitely, again, somebody I confide in a lot, bro. I value your uh, friendship, but I also value you know, uh, your thoughts and opinions, bro. We, we bounce a lot of ideas off each other, man. And, uh, you know, you're definitely somebody that, um, I hold dearly into my life, bro. So it's, it's, you're right, man. It's, um, everything does happen for a reason. You might not see it in the beginning, but you know what I'm saying? Like our friendship really fucking developed, bro. I mean, four years into it now, but that's, that's a trip in itself, bro. I've known you for four years now. That's like, that's wild to me yeah man there's some wild shit that goes on on this planet bro so you know that's one of them right there that's facts bro and you know like i also know and you've revealed this now i think you're four videos into your content creating space now bro so i want to really talk about that too man because that's another similarity that you and i are both kind of really kind of leaning on uh each other more uh recently you know what i'm saying and sharing our experiences and sharing our ideas of how we can kind of create more growth in our spaces and shit like that bro so why don't you share some of the uh, you know some of the things you got going on with the adam stacy channel bro on youtube well i recently took a trip to the philippines and i documented a good portion of it so now i'm just releasing it in a series of episodes i'll probably have like maybe anywhere from seven to ten episodes coming out um yeah it's just a, a way for me to to tell my story fuck yeah man that shit's dope too man and for those that don't know or haven't checked out his work please do so it like this dude's one of the funniest dudes that i've come across you know definitely um learn a lot from this dude as well but he also has like a, a great sense of humor and uh you can kind of see his style and you know kind of like how he is uh how, how funny he is as well as how um creative he is with his work man and you know hey bro i i I'm, i said it to you off air and i'm gonna say it to you on air right now bro like i know how hard it is to create content bro in my own way but it's even harder when you're doing it directly off the phone like you doing bro how do you fucking have the patience to do it on the phone like that bro so it's kind of one of those things where you know you work with what you have and where you are and what you got and you know i think it's hard when you first start out, but just like anything, the more you do it, get more efficient at it. But yeah, it was challenging at first, but I would say uh, with each episode, it, it gets easier and easier. Yeah, most def, bro. And you know, honestly, watching your watching your videos and your content, no one would even know that you're doing it directly off the phone. So I might have just dropped a little a little secret, bro. But you know, that just that, I think that's just a testament to your skill and to your patience and to you know, again, like you just saying using what you got bro you know what i'm saying just being as resourceful as you are man and you know i really want to get into actually talking about that trip man because that was such a cool thing to see it visually i've had chats with you you know on the side about what happened out there tell us like what happened bro like you had to get out there during the typhoon man so um you know 
obviously from what you didn't share in the videos, is there like some other stuff that you kind of want to share? No, I would say the video covers uh, pretty much most of it, but just for conversation, I'll kind of touch on it a little bit. Me and my mom already planned to go there before the typhoon had hit. So it's not like we had that in mind or we, we didn't think that was going to happen. So it was just our luck leading up to it. We didn't think we were going to get on the plane because it was pretty bad. They shut down the airport. Our flight was like maybe three or four days after the, the hurricane hit. Well, they opened the airport back up and we were able to still take our trip. You know, there was still the aftermath of it, right? A lot of damage, you know, hotels were closed down. We had to rebook, I think three times because the first two didn't go through. We went there and we found out that the, the hotel was damaged. It was a, a lot of hurdles and obstacles, but I think it made for all the more interesting uh, of a trip and, you know, more interesting content. Yeah, that experience in itself must have been um, one unique one for sure, because I know you've been to the Philippines several times. Would you say that this one was, uh, you know, a little more unique or more special in any type of way because you had to kind of go through all that stuff? Absolutely, man, by far. Yeah, I mean, watching your videos, bro, like, and for those that don't know, again, man, like, this guy put a video like I think it was like a quick like four or five minute maybe even six minute one right of just kind of some footage what you know going through the streets and stuff like that did you like I'm curious did you like notice a difference in the people after the um after the uh the hurricane like was or were people still kind of like kind of how you naturally think of like Filipino people as like jovial just happy happy and you know what I'm saying like what what did you see bro yeah you know the Filipino people man their spirits are high not really too much change in that but as far as like when I first got there there wasn't as many people on the streets when you had to wear masks things like that so you know just like anywhere even here right it's like the the whole social distancing they're pretty much a practitioner of that but as I was able to kind of like stay longer because I was there for like three weeks four weeks I did see a lot of activity where people were just out and about and they're just continuing on with, with life Filipino people man they're they do a lot with a little, you know, they're very resilient. So, you know, for the most part, there was no change, not in their demeanor or, or like you said, they're upbeat, jovial people. And they kept that, man. They, they kept that same spirit. That's beautiful to hear, man. And, you know, it makes me proud to be a Filipino, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, our people, man. We are very resilient. And, you know, your, your answer doesn't surprise me either because, I know that about our culture. I know that about Filipino people, man. You know, we've been through some shit. I mean, just living out there in some of the most uh, challenging conditions, you know what I'm saying? And and we still have, you know, spirits of of children, you know what I'm saying? Of like that that childlike demeanor and just like finding ways to be happy and being resourceful. And um, it's just amazing to see, man. I feel like that runs in my blood as well. And you know, I'm pretty sure you could probably agree to what I just said in terms of that probably runs in your blood too, you know what I'm saying? And it makes me reflective about a life out here, man. And sometimes I get complacent, you know what I'm saying? And, and then I re- refer back to to other people that, that definitely don't got it as good as I got it, bro. And um, it just makes me grateful, man. And I'm sure that experience in its own right there, because you, you left a teaser on your, your next video, man which I'm curious to check out after watching this last video, you know, like how you were able to take a shower out there because there was no water, there was no electricity and shit like that coming from here, bro. Like, 
how challenging of an adjustment was that for you, man? It was challenging for sure. I, I kind of went in with a with an idea, you know, expecting the worst. I've been there maybe 20 times before. And then going there, we had communication with, we have, I have a lot of family there and they kind of let us know what the situation was. So, you know, I didn't go out there blindsided. I, I knew what I was getting myself into. It was just different when you're in it. You finally, you feel it. There's no AC. It's hot as hell over there. So when you're in the fight, it's different from when you're prepping for it. Yeah, I mean, that, that probably helps, right, to mentally prepare yourself for what's to come. You know, just expecting worse or setting that, setting that understanding that it's going to be an adjustment. It's going to be challenging. You know what you're stepping into. So mentally prepping, I think that can be applied to, to damn near anything you go through in life, man. And I th- I'm glad that you, uh, you have the tools within you, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to deal with that shit. And honestly, bro, I said it to you again off, off air, dude. Like, going through that experience, I, that, shit is, that shit is tough, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, but at the same time, like, you kept the perspective. You know what I'm saying? You kept, like, you kept the right mindset about it, man, and you were able to go experience tapping with the family your grandpa like you mentioned bro so you know like I, I think I told you too off air bro that I've never you know obviously I've never been in the Philippines like I told you um which you need to go, bro. you need to go man yeah I yeah. know and I'm I'm saying this right now on air bro on record that when I go bro you're gonna be one of the people I want to go there with because you just said it bro you've been there 20 times bro shit I ain't yeah, been there yeah. one time, so, like, I definitely need somebody to kind of show me around, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. If the stars align, I'd, I'd love to go with you, man. Well, hopefully, you can make it happen sooner than later. Definitely, bro. What part of the um the Philippines did you visit this time around? Cebu. Cebu, man. It's in the Visayas. I've been to Bohol, but um, I haven't been to Manila. I've, I've been there for a layover, right, because a lot of times flights don't fly directly from the U.S. to Cebu. But the the most recent trip, we were able to get a direct flight. But I've been to Manila a handful of times for layovers, but, you know, never really got to uh, explore. So I definitely want to check that off of my list. I guess if you were to compare it to to the States, that's like the New York of of the Philippines. Uh, Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm curious, man, um, how people... When people visit the Philippines, it's like you, you mentioned that's like the, the New York of the Philippines. But like, how far is Cebu from Manila? By flight, I, I want to say it's like an hour and a half flight, something like that. Oh, OK. OK, got you. So it's like, could you drive? You can't drive there, can you? Do you know? Yeah, if you have like one of these uh, cars that morph into like um, a boat, like a. Because like a- it's a separate island. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you look at the map of the Philippines, it's like a thousand different islands. So hey, you either take ferries, like little boats in between, or, or fly Manila to Cebu. There's definitely water in between. So I think the flight is the fastest way to get yeah. there. No, nah, it's crazy, man. I'm I'm ashamed and embarrassed that, like, I've never been there, bro, and barely even know a lot about my own country, where my bloodline's from. You know what I'm saying? And it's definitely something that, I am um, working on trying to understand more, um, definitely kind of doing my own research and, and stuff like that. So um, I think one of the best ways to get that research is to actually get my ass out there, bro. You know what I'm saying? So definitely working on getting that passport because I definitely want to make my way out there, man, and uh, experience that for myself and gain that perspective for myself and have that experience under my belt. And I just feel like, man, and maybe you could tell me a little bit more, but 
do you like obviously you know it's different out there but since you have filipino blood do you feel like more naturally connected to that space is there a sense that you get when you're there that you just feel naturally connected to it yep absolutely nice and and could you describe that bro because i'm curious for myself I don't know if it has to do with um, being brought out there since I was a little kid, because my my grandparents used to bring me there Mm. when I was little. But for me, I'm a a people's person, and I like to connect with people, especially strangers, right? I like to acknowledge people, look them in their eyes, smile, say hi. And I think you have more of that out there. They're more friendly. You know, here in the States, I I think the culture is like hustle and bustle. So I think there's a lot of... um, what is this? Just people are in their own bubble, right? I don't know if it's the the Western culture of like being on your phone, uh, having a mistrust for strangers, but you walk the streets here, it's not common where you look people and you say hi, but when you're out there, it's a normal thing. You know, walk by, you say hi, you know, people smile. And uh, it's more, uh, it's more overall friendly culture, I would say. And I feel like that fits, that fits more with my natural personality. I, I see what you're saying. You know, I think it's uh from the sounds of it, it just sounds like people are a lot more present in their interactions. And um, even just going back to what we were talking about with how the Filipino people are just more like jovial, more kind of like, you know, have that 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 like kinder spirit. You know what I'm saying? It's just um, it's just that more gravitates to who you naturally are. Right. And um, that's why, like, I'm excited to get out there, man. I'm excited to see myself kind of in my natural environment because that's where even though I've never been there and I'm not actually from there, like in terms of like being born there, because I was born here in San Francisco and the Bay Area and California and in America. But I just feel like my my bloodline traces back to that land and, you know, being around that people, obviously. So I'm curious to see how I would kind of blend right in. And similar to you, man, I, I like to do that when I can, or, you know, as often as I can, as often as I'm like, um, aware of being present in these interactions that we have with people. And you're right, man, there's a lot of us out here on these streets. We don't, you know, I notice it when I'm walking on the sidewalks, man, just people refrain from making eye contact. Um, you know, they'll look down at their phones or we're just preoccupied with something else. You know, we got our AirPods in this and that, and I'm not saying that's good or bad, it's just interesting that we're in that kind of state, you know what I'm saying? And um, it's just, uh, it's one of those things that when you're comparing it to what you just described in the Philippines, that seems so much more like peaceful, man, and like much more blissful, bro. <laughs> I just think it depends on your personality type, right? If that suits you, it's, you know, a matter of uh, getting in where you fit in. And that's what my dad always tells me. But yeah, uh, I think something has to do with it, too with uh, first world countries versus like a third world country definitely um you know here we're in a first world country so we have all these luxuries amenities but you know it's like our senses are attacked you know whether it's work checking our email not there in third world countries are there philippines is catching up but it's like they're still not um they're not attacked with all these you know internet smart tvs it's getting there slowly it's making its way but they're not far far deep in as we are i think that has something to be to be said about the environment that they're in yeah most definitely man i i can totally feel that and you know i just thought of something in my head right now you and i both talk about 
you know, knowing yourself, whether people even know themselves or not. And, you know, I think we also talk about, um, for instance, if somebody has money or something like that, or, or has all these different things, they, um, they show more of who they are rather than, um, trying to think of the best way to phrase this, but just go back to knowing ourselves real quick. Do you think that like people don't know themselves or sometimes they're just a product of their environment, bro. And they don't realize like they're that there's a truer self under them because I guess, I guess to frame the question even more, bro, because like I kind of just talked about going back to the Philippines where I feel like that's where my natural body and my natural spirit really connects to, even though I ain't never been there, but, but that's where my people are from. That's where my family's from and this and that. And I think for a long time, um, even to this day right now, I'm still, I'm still trying to learn more about my identity as a person, who I am underneath the product that I've kind of become from my environment. What do you, what do you think about that, bro? Like, I, it's kind of a, a rough question, but what do you think about what I just said there, bro? I mean, what, what's the question? You said a lot right there, but could you simplify it for me? Like, what are you trying to ask? Do people know themselves? Yeah, pretty much in a nutshell, man. Like, do you think that like people who they're, who they're presenting themselves to be right? We'll talk about specifically here in America, right? Where we're at. Do you think that people uh, for the most part or not even for the most part, but um, just a lot of people that you see commonly, do you think that they're them true selves based on all this stuff that they have in their lives or everything like that? Or do you think that there's like more depth to people that, but they just don't realize it within themselves? I would say that we all know ourselves to a degree. Now, to what degree do we know ourselves? That that varies, you know, just like the mix of people there are, right? To generalize everyone saying if people know themselves, I think is a tough thing because everyone is at a different place in their journey, right? I would say, yeah, we all know ourselves. It's just a matter of what degree do we know ourselves. And that, that's that's different from person to person. Definitely. Uh, and obviously in each person's time in their life is different for sure. Right. So like you mentioned, there's everybody's on their own individual journey. There are different points in their journey and stuff like that. And as I've kind of really made that trek into exploring who I am underneath the character that I've kind of placed out there for my, for myself for so long, when I was kind of struggling to understand my identity and struggling to kind of be myself fully, bro. I just understood now, uh, so much more is underneath that 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 kind of surface level appearance that I've kind of created for myself for so long, bro. And that's why, like, I'm curious about, like, if I were to ever go back to the Philippines, bro, just like how much more connected I'd be, or like how much more natural I'd be, because that would be like my natural environment, based on where my people are from, where my people are, and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just kind of interesting. I just kind of thought about that as we're talking about this the Filipino land and I've never been there and I'm so curious about it, bro. So I'm like, you know, looking forward to, to when I actually get to go out there, man, that's going to be something I'm going to be kind of paying attention to more and more, bro. But for you, you've been there, like you said, like over 20 times, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you, like, I think for you just being there that many times over the course of your lifetime, you, you definitely already have a connection, whether or not like you kind of, um, realize it was like a natural thing or not but you've been there at least 20 times so that definitely has a has a role in it right yeah yeah 
Yeah, you put yourself to where you want to be, right? You know, a lot of people say this and that, but I think it's our our actions that that speak volumes. Because the fun, the crazy thing is, is that I know a lot. Like for you, you're like, damn, I never been. But you'd be surprised. Most Filipino-born Americans that I know haven't really been there, and I actually know more foreigners that touch base out there and have an affinity with the people you know you got a lot of white people and they're out there more I mean, you could just go on youtube and see all the videos they're more fascinated with the culture and put themselves out there more than these full-blooded american-born filipinos do so i just think it's interesting you know and that's part of the reason too is like for me i've been studying the language i came across this video of these like these white people speaking fluent Visaya, and i took that as like a jab like damn like here we are, someone who's not even have the same bloodline, and they are more invested into the culture than I am. That kind of motivated me in a sense. I think there is something to be said about the bloodline, but there's also a sense that goes beyond the blood, which is just like energy. What is your soul aligned with? And I think that that transcends color, ethnicity, and all of that. I think that's well said, man. It just it really boils down to what you want, right? What you prioritize in life. And um, to a degree, that's, you know, where you, you got to like know where you're at. Not only know yourself, but know what you're about, what you want, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, maybe at this point in my life, um, just, just bringing it back to me for a second here is just maybe the reason why I haven't been out there yet is because I haven't made it a priority. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, but the more and more I learn about it, have conversations about it, and even seeing your videos, man, just definitely makes me want to get out there. You know, we talked about it a little bit, kind of touched on it, man. Filipino people, we're so, such hospitable people, such kind people, you know what I'm saying? Um, And I'm curious from your perspective, bro, what what do you, what would you like attribute that to, bro? Like, because when people, when people think about Filipino people, and would describe Filipino people. And again, not to generalize here, but this is just the kind of common characteristic traits that we have as Filipino people. We're very, you know, pretty kind people, um, fun to be around, happy, you know, high spirited people, hospitable. Like I said, what would you, what do you think uh, you would attribute that to the most, bro? Man, I would say it goes back to socioeconomics because there's a lot of similarities, like, again, like with third world countries and first world countries, like the friendliness and hospitality, that's just not Filipinos, right? You go a lot of Latin cultures, man, they're very um, hospitable, family oriented. Uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, living in the Bay, you know, some, some Latins, so they're, they're very tight knitted in their community too. I was in Thailand, they're the same way. So I think it transcends a nation. It's more, uh, I think, the socioeconomic of a, of a country or a state, you know, as much as the Filipino people are, are hospital and friendly, um, it's just not them. I'm pretty sure if you go to villages in Africa, they're the same way. If you go to villages in Mexico. So I don't think it's, it's, it's unique to the, to, to our culture. I agree with that, man. And thinking about that, it's just like, you know, again, touching on it right now, like that we, we do very much live in a hustle bustle type of culture where it's just like dog eat dog, you know what I'm saying? And, everybody trying to get after their own and shit like that. But being in a third world country or being from that socio socioeconomic standpoint from which that, you know, some of these people are from, like that you mentioned these uh, different cultures, it's just their, their morals are different. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, and, you know, just to expound on that is because they have to, 
Right. Because survival. Yeah, for survival purposes. You know, here, you know, we have jobs where, you know, we can live in our live on our own. You know, we have higher wages. Out there, you know, opportunities hard. So what they do is they stick together to make it. You think there's uh there's a, advantages of that, right? There's more support. Um, you know, as much as is is they don't have opportunities, of course there's the pros and cons to to everything. But I think just to speak on, there's a lot of pros, even though they're um, they don't have as much opportunity, it forces them to uh, to bound together, and you know that's why they're so you know tightly knitted because they're kind of forced to rely on each other. Mm-hmm. Now that makes a lot of sense. Now that we break it down more and more, it's just it, you got to stick together when when conditions are scarce and things are hard, right? Um, yeah. The communities definitely got to lean on each other, but at the same time, in the same token, that's where shit can also get, you know, people, people react to scarcity differently. So there's some people out there that will take advantage of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's oh, just, yeah, sure. that's why, you know, like, that's why, like probably why some of these um, cultures that we do talk about, you know, there, there are certain uh, members of the population that, are dangerous to be around, man. And it's just, I hate to say that, but it's just a reality, bro. And, uh, you know, when things are scarce, people tend to take advantage of that shit, man. But I would say that naturally as human beings, um, we can, we have to, we, we, we would opt to band together first and foremost, but when you're fucking start, when you're like a starving individual, bro, it might turn you into an animal type shit, bro. And you might go and do some shit that you might not realize or, not that you might not realize that it's 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 uh it's be- it's uh damaging behavior, but you're gonna be forced to be doing some some shit, and it just creates like a whole different monster, man. So, you know, it's uh even just having this conversation about this, man, makes me realize how fortunate we are, bro. How fortunate I am, and that's another reason why I named this the Bless Beyond Measure podcast, man. For for anybody that's even able to catch an episode of this or you know, that just shows me that you have tools that so many other people don't have, you know, you have connection to the internet, you have a device that can connect you to the internet, right, which leads me to believe that you have more than a lot of other people do have. So it's just like, the title itself comes as a reminder to really just remind us all how blessed beyond measure we are, because even the people in the circumstances that we just kind of described, they're still happy, they find ways to, to, enjoy life right and they just like be thankful for what they have and band together and they don't let that affect their spirit and and you know speaking for myself man at times i do get complacent bro at times i feel like i don't have enough and when i do have more than so much other people do have so i think it's it's kind of um just a product of of looking at other people's shit and just kind of having that that feeling of like oh uh uh i have a little less than other people but you know my growth in my, in my own individuality, I've started to understand, bro, that it's not even about that shit, bro. You know, gratitude really starts with where you're at and just kind of looking at everything you already have, bro, and just being grateful and appreciative for that shit, bro. And not looking so much about what other people have, bro. And uh, remembering that what I have is way more than so much other people have. And it's that, that sounds bad to even say, but it's just the reality of it. And it's just like, it's just a reminder to just to stay focused on living in your truth bro and just kind of like living the best life that you can live bro so you know this 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 conversation alone has really offered a lot of perspective about not only the filipino culture but just talking about it has 
kind of shine light on on my life you know what i'm saying and and i hope it does the same for other people bro so now i'm curious bro before we move on man would you feel like there's anything else you want to say about the philippines because i have some other questions uh no i don't man you know if you guys want to uh see more video uh you know check out my youtube adam stacy uh stacy with an eye but yeah that's it that's it definitely man that uh those videos are definitely dope for y'all to check out very insightful it's a fun video to watch well how many videos you got now hey uh i want to say around four or five uh, i got another one coming out this week um but yeah be on the lookout y'all y'all definitely go enjoy some of those videos so now I want to kind of shift the com- uh, conversation to kind of content creation, something that you and I are both into right now, man. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's going to be a, a a journey that we're going to be sharing a lot of information with as we continue to move forward, just to kind of help each other learn. Uh, you and I offer each other a lot of very constructive feedback. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to say constructive criticism. It's more constructive feedback to like help each other get better. That's always the goal. So I'm curious, man. Um, just to get a better dive into your process of content creation and everything like that. What about content creation fascinates you the most, bruh? I would just say being able to, to tell your story, you know, because we all have a story, right. And um, I believe in our story is our gift and um, in our gift is where we provide value to the world. Damn. Well said, bruh. Well said, man. I actually, um, I've been posting a lot lately on the Bless Beyond Measure account. Um, just little little messages like that, bro. Very much like that. I think yesterday I posted something where Pablo, Pablo Picasso said, um, the purpose of life is to find your gift. And or like, I forgot, he said something about like finding your gift and then like the purpose of life is to give it away. And I think this is a perfect like medium to be able to do that, man. Especially in today's world, we have access to all these tools and shit like that, bro. And again, you're doing it straight off the phone. I'm doing it right over here off the MacBook. And it's uh, you know, we just we just creating out of thin air. Dude, isn't it crazy that like we have all these resources and it just it makes things so much more easier to create than it ever did before? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, as they say, you know, this era is the, the easiest era to become a millionaire. You know? You know, so true because of, of the internet. I think a lot of people let the internet, um, and I'm not speaking, I'm not exempting myself because I'm guilty of it too, but, you know, we were so flooded with information that instead of using it as a tool to put ourselves on, you, you can easily let it, you know, turn you into a zombie, you know, where you're just scrolling, you know, consuming. It's easier to be a consumer than a producer. So, you know, you, you have to use it with responsibility and you know, just keep that in mind. You know, it's like, it's like alcohol. You're like, you know, you have to be able to know your limit. Um, otherwise, you know, you'll get drunk off of it and, you know, it can cause more harm than good. Definitely agree. Cause it's definitely something that I struggle with at times myself when I go to the phone or go to my devices to, with a specific uh, purpose of like getting something done. Sometimes I get sidetracked. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we all do, man. It's epidemic, man. It's just human nature. So you're not alone. You know, the masses are, are with us on that. Yeah, it's definitely uh, challenging for sure. And there's a struggle there for sure um, mentally um, because it's just so easily to access. It's so easy to get sidetracked. And when you do, you look up and so much time has like passed by. It's it's crazy. It's definitely something that I'm challenged with. But um, I think through awareness, man, 
for me, I've, I've been able to kind of mitigate it a little bit more. I still, you know, fall through those rabbit holes every, every now and then, but eventually I, I cut it off in a lot more shorter time now. So um, it's a practice and dude, we're going against some, some very major influences, some, some very, very uh, powerful um, influences that, that are behind these these tools that kind of like are there to hijack our attention. So like you might've just answered my second question for you, because I was going to ask you if anything, what's the most frustrating part of the process so far in content creating that you've experienced. And, you know, um, I think that's definitely a challenge, right? Just kind of like, how do you stay disciplined and focused enough to, to get your product out there? If you were to ask me this, like, uh, a few months ago, I would have had a laundry list of items, but you know, today you ask me what's frustrating. I say, uh, you know, it's nothing, you know, it's all beautiful. It's all a matter of choice. Who are you? Now it's just going to reflect what you are. So if you're a consumer, you're going to consume. If you're a creator, you're going to create. So you have to exercise caution. And, you know, before you uh, partake in this stuff, going back to knowing yourself, who are you? What do you want? You know, what do you want out this life? Most of us don't know. So we just look at other people's lives and, you know, we're just scrolling and scrolling. And that's the way it's set up too, Russ. It's like all these different social media platforms, all these different ways to just kind of hijack your attention. And, you know, I I agree with you. Um, You're either a creator or uh, or a consumer, but I don't think it has to be one or the other at the same time. It's just like, I think even creators, um, they consume to a point where they get influenced or, you know, something inspires them or something like that. Right. But the key is not to get too drunk off that shit though. Right. It's just like that, that self-discipline has to kick in. You know what I'm saying? Cause even the best of us, the Drakes, the Jay-Z's, they all consume, you know what I'm saying? They watch TV shows or they'll, you know, shit like that. So um, for you now that, you know, we're making that kind of voyage and I could speak for myself. Like we're making, we're making that voyage to being more creators rather than consumers. How do you stay focused, bro? I'm curious for you. How do you like, like keep yourself on track when you have a goal that you, that you want to create? Like, like for instance, just putting a video out at a certain date. What do you, what do you do for yourself, bro? Well, for me, it helps me to identify um, what's not helping me go towards my goal. And I cut it off. Simple as that. Sheesh. Damn, just cold turkey like that. Huh? That's dope, man. That's that's powerful. That's yeah. powerful. It's like you, you can do other ways, but it's like why why make it more complicated than what it needs to be? Because a lot of times I think we say we want something, but our behavior, it says otherwise. So you could lie to yourself and, you know, say, oh, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. And you don't do anything. I think many of us are guilty of that myself included. So I think there comes a time where you have to demonstrate. No, 100%, bro. And you know, as far as content creation, man, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but you also do music too, bro. So like, what what would you say? Like, would you say there's any similarities in like creating music and, and, and creating um, the videos that you've been creating lately, like in terms of the processes and shit like that? I would say they're different. They're both art forms. It's just like trying to say, you know, what's the difference between um, painting and dancing? You know, I'm pretty sure there's overarching frameworks for both. 
but it's a different art form like um basketball and football the goal is one one team wants to have a higher score in their column but the the techniques the rules they're different so i would say there are similarities in some aspects but uh there's a lot of differences too definitely do you apply some of the same um processes like when you're creating music to you know creating some of the video content that you do yeah yeah i would say so my most recent mantra i have when i create is to cut out the fat you know you want to make the product as potent as possible and i think that's the same for both music and video you don't want to have too much filler you know stuff that doesn't need to be in because the thing is people we all have short attention spans and the more filler you put in there the more likely you are to lose somebody because you're, you're fighting for attention so the more you can attack someone's senses with a for music if it's like a bar throwing those bars in there and you know the more substance you can have the better but yeah i think that's with any art form right it's universal yeah now that's good to hear though man you know because look in my field of podcasting you know we had this conversation a few days ago where i was saying that the beauty for me in podcasting man i can consider myself a creator but at the same time like i have so much space here you know what I mean? And of course you can make your, you can make a fucking a song as long as you want to, but who's really going to listen to that song. Right. So in a song, you have to like change the format a little bit more. Like you said, compact so much into each bar so that you can, you know, keep the, the person's attention. Whereas over here podcasting, um, and I'm not going to say that, like, I don't try to trim the fat here either, but I'm saying there is a ton of space and you can really just free flow, which is what makes me love this, this, new kind of age art form man a whole lot more so it was great to hear what you said though man because that can also be applied even though that there's a lot of space here there's ways to trim the fat there's ways to refine we talk about it all the time in our private discussions man one of the things i focus on a lot is how i direct my message my tonality my refinement um just creating a agenda of what I want to speak about you know what I'm saying rather than kind of just bullshitting on here there's got to be something of value that I'm bringing to the table for somebody to want to watch or pick up and and leave feeling better feeling like they picked something up that they learned and they can apply in their life that's my goal bro now I'm curious for you with your work bro what what's the goal of your like some uh some of your projects bro to tell my story man that's it tell my story the way i want to tell it and express myself i like that bro i love that a lot because the way you want to tell it was really what stood out to me the most because sometimes narratives will be created about us and shit like that but if you control the narrative then you can tell your own story bro and that's just like man, can't nobody fucking tell you who you are or you aren't you know what i'm saying so I respect that, bro. Big time, for real. Now, I'm curious, bro, bringing it back to um, our conversation about knowledge of, of oneself and knowing yourself and everything like that. You're definitely somebody that that kind of helped me realize that about myself, that I didn't really know myself, to be real with you, bro. Um, and you're somebody, through our conversations and the way you live your life, bro, you helped me kind of realize it about myself and helped me kind of like explore that more and more. Um, about 
who I am naturally, who I am right now in this very moment, you know what I'm saying? And what I want, this and that. So I'm curious, how would you kind of help somebody help themselves find out more about themselves, bro? Like where's, or even a better way, where's the first place you kind of started when you kind of were learning how to, to learn who you are more and more? Spend time alone. And I think to really know yourself, you have to, uh, you know, we're so bombarded, like I was saying earlier, with our senses, you know, our eyesight, you know, our hearing. You know, anytime we're out, you know, even if you're by yourself, like, is the TV on? What are you watching? You know, is it Kim Kardashian? And no, nothing against them, but, you know, what kind of substance are you taking in? I think you just want to be mindful. You know, who are you hanging around with? Uh, what kind of environments are you in? You know, just ask yourself those questions. And then once you do, it's like, does this line up with, you know, where I want to be in five years? You have to just take inventory, spend time alone, cut off distractions, and listen to that to that chatter that's going on in your head. Is that you? Is that you talking? Or are you listening to that? I don't know. You know, I think these are questions that people can only answer themselves. Yeah, man. I agree with that statement because when you, again, and I've shared this several times through some of the other episodes and other conversations I've had, but I think for the longest time, I, I didn't want to be by myself. I would always have a lot of people around me. I'd be around a lot of people and this and that because, or, or I'd be doing some stuff to distract me from myself. You know what I'm saying? And it really kind of take me away from who I was because I was uncomfortable with my thoughts, uncomfortable with being by myself. And it was a scary feeling. It was like a daunting feeling, bro. So when I really kind of first started making that expedition to explore who I am more and more, and I had to find ways to sit with myself too, bro. So I think that is the best way to, the best place to start for sure. And I'm curious, bro, like, why do you think that's so scary for people, bro, to 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 kind of be with themselves, bro? Like what what I just described about myself. Um, because it 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 forces you to take accountability. A lot of times, people don't want to point the finger, and they they want to fling their own shit and point the finger at somebody else. It takes a lot for a person to say, "Damn, maybe I'm causing all this chaos," right? You know, it takes a lot of. Uh, putting the ego down and people want to take the, I think the path of least resistance so they kind of uh, avoid it you know they sweep it under the rug but you know you pick up the rug the dirt's still there so it's like you're just postponing it but yeah and you know what it, everyone's different you know maybe people find themselves in others I don't know I just know for me I I have to be alone to to find out who I am I was just constantly around people. And um, what I realized was I was taking on a lot of beliefs and energy from other people that weren't my own. I thought it was my own, but it wasn't. Yeah, man, you just have to find your process. I think everyone is designed differently, but I would say it's worth questioning at least. And you'll know, like you'll feel right. You'll feel, you'll feel at peace. I think there's a sense of peace when you know, when you find it. Agree, man. Agree, bro. And it's, uh, it's, it's challenging, you know, at least from my perspective, what I've learned about that process of, of exploring yourself and knowing yourself more and more for me, it's challenging because I put it off for so long. Like you said, bro, like I, I was postponing like the inevitable, like eventually I, I'm going to have to face myself at some point and, and, you know, be truthful with myself and, you know, um, 
face these demons one way or another. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like rather than postpone the inevitable, man, meet it head on. And that's what I made the decision to do uh, some time ago now and just kind of, you know, putting in that work to to kind of, um, like you said earlier, man, listen to the thoughts, listen to the chatter, but then real like trying to realize and separate the two, like, are you that, are you those thoughts or are you the one listening to them? And when you kind of are able to kind of like look at it from that standpoint, and I know that might sound like, maybe weird to somebody else that doesn't really that hasn't really even thought like this but man it's it for me it was like super challenging bro because I I always felt that like my thoughts were who I was and I was like why am I having these dark thoughts bro and I felt that that was me and I was like nah bro like that's just I mean thoughts and emotions they come and go that doesn't necessarily have to be who I am and I've come to the realization that bro I'm who I choose to be bro and I'm so much more than what I've been for so long and and this this weak character that i've tried to portray for so long and now i'm just becoming more and more myself naturally you know that's the process that i'm kind of undergone myself and uh sounds to me like you're doing yourself as well and at first is daunting for sure would you would you agree with that bro was it daunting for you in the beginning um yeah yeah i would say it was it was daunting but it was also uh liberating yeah yeah i think at the beginning is hard because you're fighting uh, a old a old paradigm like old way of living your behavior so just like anything trying to quit drinking trying to quit smoking or whatever advice you have the beginning stages are always hard because when you do that your body you know the ego is saying like oh what the fuck you're changing up what we've been doing for and the longer you do it the stronger it's going to be so you're always going to have that resistance at first, but it just depends on how bad, you know, you're suffering. You know, if you hit rock bottom, you're just like, damn, like, I don't want to be here anymore. So that desire will override that. Um, some people, you know, they don't make it out, you know, you see it happen all the time. So people do it out of, uh, out of survival, you know, they need to, because, you know, there's no other option, you know, other than checking out of here. So, yeah, I'm on a rant now. I, I forgot what the what the question was. <laughs> now I was just saying, I was just asking you, like, because I I kind of described my process of like when I first started, like, and it was daunting and it was like challenging, especially because um, I was living a certain type of way for so long. I had people around me like constantly. I would rarely ever be by myself, and if I was, it wouldn't be for that long. And I think looking back at it, the reason why it was daunting was because my thoughts seem so dark my emotions would seem so dark and um I I associated that with who I thought I was and I was like no this just can't be me um based on the you know the character I tried to portray so you know the question I posed to you was like did you was that was it challenging for you at first too you know to kind of like sit with yourself and be with yourself and spend that time alone you know what I'm saying and you pretty much answered my question bro by saying yeah it was challenging I think um, and I've come to the realization that, hey, bro, that anything worth doing ain't, ain't going to be easy, bro. You know, like getting to know yourself uh, in the beginning might not be easy, um, especially if like, you know, you've lived a, 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 a tough life, a challenging life. But what I found that it's fucking worth it, bro, like the relief I've felt when I've like really started to know that I don't have to portray this character anymore. I don't have to live up to, 
you know, other people's kind of assumptions of who I was and I'm killing that character rather than, rather than, um, you know, trying to live that way. And I'm just being more of myself, like living in my truth, standing on my principles, standing on my morals and shit like that. It's so much easier to do that, bro. Um, but you know, not to say that it doesn't come with its own challenges too, you know what I'm saying? Because especially in the beginning, when you're learning to become more of yourself, like your natural self, people are going to hold you to that that way that you wear for so long. That's what I'm noticing in myself, man. And, um, but at the same time, I'm starting to really let go of that shit, bro. You know, and at first it started, it was bothering me, but now I'm just like, fuck it, bro. I'm going to be me. Love me, hate me, like me, don't like me. It don't matter to me. Like I love me, bro. I'm starting to develop that, that, that real love for myself, bro. So now, I do things where I take care of myself more. Uh, I do things that I care about, that I'm passionate about. I take the time to learn things, bro, and explore things and, you know, um, take the time to explore the things that I'm curious about. Even just like in this conversation, talking about the Philippines. Yeah, I'm asking you these questions because like, yo, I've never been there, but I'm so curious about our people and, um, you know, why we are the way we are and shit like that. And this was super insightful in terms of like how that conversation we talked about, like when things are scarce and people just band together, that, that really just illuminated a lot of different things for me and in, into in, in why our people are as resilient as we are. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, it's a, it's, it's a process, bro, that like, I certainly recommend people at least entertain the question like you did, bro. So um that would be a perfect pl first place to start, which is be by yourself, man. Thank you for that answer, bro. And before we kind of wrap things up over here, man, because I know you kind of pushing it on time, man. So, you know, and I got a couple more questions, like a little rapid fire segment I like to do um, before we wrap things up. But is there anything else you wanted to talk about in terms of content creation and, you know, anything else that we just talked about, knowledge of oneself or anything like that? No, man, not at all, man. I would just say for content creation, man, it's just like um... – you know, just be true to who you are. You know, I, I know for me, the challenge was, you know, I would have like, oh, should I put this out? It's like, man, just stay true to who you are and put stuff out. And what I realized uh, when you do that, it, it makes it easier to create for the long term because you don't have to keep up this character, right? It's just, it's who you are. So I would just say, you know, remain authentic. And, um, you know, that's your, that's going to be your advantage where, you know, you don't have to compete because there's there's no one that can do what you do it's like you know you everyone's designed i think with a unique skill set and a combination of that so it's like if you sway away from that you're doing yourself a disservice so you know just stay true to who you are great advice bro and that's definitely something i'm going to keep at the forefront of what i do you know what i'm saying try not to taint anything that i create and i wish you you know that that very same advice for yourself as well to just remember that as we continue to just uh pursue what we have in, in our mind bro you know and you know just turning this into a reality bro and uh man your your content is dope bro i so i told you this off air man i'm hella proud of you i'm definitely happy for you that you're 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 doing this bro because it's definitely sharing your story but i also think it's it's great to shine light on that experience because people will get to not only know you but to know the philippines and to kind of see that type of experience and then on, on top of that bro um it's just it's just uh 
the way you put your your own spin on it, bro. And I love the humor that you have in there too, bro. It's really cool, man. So keep going, bro. Um, right now, on. now I definitely want to get into this this rapid fire segment, man. That I like to wrap up the conversation with. Um, it's a cool little way to just kind of have some fun before we get up out of here, bro. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I bet. So um, I usually craft these questions differently for each guest and obviously i know you a lot more than uh other guests who i've just met for the first time you know what i'm saying so for you man i know that you do a lot of learning through a, a lot of different mediums um now i'm curious pick one of this th- one of these three in which you you enjoy learning the most from audiobooks podcasts or youtube videos um i would say uh youtube because it's just easier right it's more engaging um and then yeah second is audio and audiobooks second is audiobooks and then last is podcasts huh yeah i would group audiobooks and podcasts as like together because it's both you know learning passively with just your your ears but um but yeah i would say that they, the, those two come in number two got you got you got you I bet. Yeah, similar for me too, though, man. Um, I do love YouTube videos, but the the thing about audiobooks and podcasts is I can, you know, throw those bad boys on and just listen to them in my AirPods or just have them on in the background in the car um, while I'm doing stuff. And it just allows me to just kind of like have this audio, but also have the visual in my mind. Um, the, the great thing about YouTube reactions is you get those reactions like you know, you see the facial reactions and stuff like that from people. So it has more of an impact, uh, I'd say. Um, but for me, it would be probably audio and podcast just because it, it allows me to be on the move a little bit more. But um, question number two. So I know you and I both love basketball, bro. You you grew up playing basketball and this and that, and you still play it to this day. So I'm curious, what would you rather do? Would you rather dunk on someone or snatch their ankles with a crossover and hit the J while they're down? I would say dunk, man. Yeah, dunking is, I think, more authoritative, you know, just like, yeah. And <laughs> hey, you, you, you used to be able to dunk, right? Yeah, for sure, man. You know, now I got, now, uh, I don't know, I got some old legs, so yeah, <laughs> probably not anymore. Was you catching bodies when you was, uh, when you was, when you was playing like that? Yeah, you know, not crazy, you know, but, you know, I, I can say I, I dunked on a couple people. Yeah, and I, you know, that, that's, that's dope because that's, I've never been able to dunk. You know, most most I could do is like grab rim. Um, I'm not saying that I can't uh, teach myself or or get myself in shape to to dunk later on down the line. That's actually a a secret goal of mine. I haven't really shared with many people, but it's definitely something that I'd like to do at some point. Um, is, is is like learn how to dunk and just like get myself to a condition where I can dunk. So I'm curious, like that feeling of dunking on somebody, bro. Describe that to me real quick, bro. Like what what you feel like when you dunk on somebody, bro um adrenaline rush man yeah it's like going on a roller coaster especially in front of a crowd huh yeah that's dope man that's dope all right question number three bro um uh, you know you and i we you know we both work out and you know uh eat good food and stuff like that but i'm curious for you would you rather have beef chicken or salmon you got to pick one. Oh, that's easy that's salmon off top I kind of figured you were going to answer that, bro. Yeah, you know I said why. Um, I don't know. I just I'm more of a, a fish person than uh, you know. I rare, I rarely eat beef, and 
you know, I'll, I'll eat chicken more often than beef, but um, yeah, you know, it's just my per- personal preference. Got you. I feel you. For me, it goes beef, chicken, then salmon. But of those three, salmon is the most healthy. You know what I'm saying? And so when I get opportunities to eat salmon or, you know, I have the choice between the three and every so often I'll go with salmon, bro. And I never regret it. So I hear what you're saying. And you're a Bungus guy, bro. I know that, man. So yeah, you gonna get that off the menu all day, right? What was that? I don't know what? I didn't catch that. A Bungus guy. Bungus. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like Bungus. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there's milkfish for, for those of you who don't know. There you go. Thanks for clarifying that, bro. Number four. So we live in we live in the Bay Area, specifically right now here in Daly City, California, where it gets a little cold. But you're also from where are you from, AB? Originally, uh, I was born in Oakland, raised here in the Bay, and then uh, when I was nine, I, I packed up my bags and moved to Oxnard, and then I, I went there. I lived there till I was eighteen, and then back here in the Bay. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you that question because it's warmer in Oxnard, Southern California, would you say compared to where we're at right now? Yeah, I would say, but not, not by much, you know, maybe five, 10 degrees here or there, give or take. Yeah. But year round, you would say like the sun is out a little bit more over there and, you know, definitely a little bit warmer. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, um, not by much, but yeah. Um, because you know, we, where we live is a, it's a lot of fog, but as far as like degree rise, it's like maybe five, five degree difference. Okay. Now with that being said, do you prefer do you prefer that kind of warmer type of weather or colder weather? And it doesn't need to be like necessarily the most extreme, but which one would you prefer? I say warm, warm, yeah. Okay, okay, I got you. I'm the same way, bro. I think that has to do with uh, our Filipino blood, man, coming from the, we, we island people, man. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, could, be, could be. All right, here's a fun one. If you're starting a professional basketball team. And you could choose one of these three players. Who would it be? LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, or Michael Jordan? Uh, I would say LeBron, Kobe, Jordan. In that order? Um, no, nah, I, I, I would go LeBron, Jordan, Kobe. Wow, that's surprising, bro. I, I, I wouldn't think that LeBron would be your first pick. Why that's- not? I don't know. Just uh, I, I would have figured you would have, you know, because you're you, you grew up in the era watching MJ, but you also love Kobe Bryant. Not to say that you don't love LeBron, but it's just I don't know. But I, th- I think you're looking at it from like a just an overall talent perspective, like all three of those guys, you can't go wrong either way. Right. But LeBron yeah. is just he just like every facet of his game. He's he's the ideal type of player that you'd like to build your team around. Yeah, I, I would say the only reason why LeBron is one, he's active right now, and then two, he I would say he's the more well-rounded one out of the out of the three. You know, maybe not the strongest in some areas, but I mean, you see what he's done this season. Even if he didn't, they didn't make it to the playoffs. Man, he's thirty-eight years old, man, still putting up gaudy numbers. Man, it's crazy. That's wild if you think about that, because I'm thirty-eight years old, man, and. I'm having aches and pains and this and that, bro. And you got LeBron over here dunking on fools and shit like that. So, yeah, that's wild. But that's interesting because I had no idea you were going to pick LeBron. Uh, and for me, my answer on that one, bro, would still be Jordan, man. I, I still think that Jordan is is 
you know, the cream of the crop. And I think that I'm probably going to say that till, uh, till the day I, I'm, I'm old and gray, bro. But um, yeah. you can't go wrong either way, man. I mean, RIP to Kobe and, you know, we miss him every day. And I feel like if, if I were, if you're lucky enough to have one of these three players, you in a good position for show. I agree. <laughs> now hey bro i appreciate you again for spending this time on the podcast bro it's been a fun conversation get a little delve into you know some of our conversations man me and you have a lot of real fucking like i i like to think they're high level conversations they're definitely um open-minded conversations and, and you know that are geared to to help both of us just kind of expand and grow and uh you know i appreciate you spending time on here bro but before we get up out of here I wanted to give you some space to to kind of touch on anything that we might not have gotten a chance to do so, man. No, nah, man, I think you, uh, you, you covered a lot and, uh, and that was great, man. Thanks for having me and congratulations on your two year anniversary, man. You're doing good work, man. And keep it up and, uh, man, continue the marathon. And, you know, I would say the closing statement I would have, man, is just, you know, I think you know, us as humans, we largely underestimate what we're capable of. If everyone could really understand like what it means to be a human being. I mean, just look around like all this technology, infrastructure, you know, that was all created from a human and it's remarkable. So, you know, just need to have a faith and belief in whatever it is you want to do. And other than that, uh, you can follow me at Adam Stacy, that's Stacy with an I. And uh, man, thanks for having me. Absolutely, brother. Thank you again for your time. And thank you for those wise parting words, man. That's definitely something that uh, resonates with me. And I hope it resonates with anybody that catches this for sure, man, because potential, man, I really feel is limitless. And we all got potential, man. So um, explore who you are, find that potential and, you know, find your gift and give it, give it to the world. That's, that's, that's what I'm doing. I feel like that's what you're doing, AB, bro. And with that being said, Thank y'all for joining us for another episode of the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I'm the host, CL, the source, your friendly neighborhood hope dealer signing off. Stay up and stay blessed, y'all. Peace. Hey, CL, I'll see you at the top, man. It's way too crowded at the bottom. (laughs) My dog. Hey, appreciate you, brother. All right, Peace, y'all. Appreciate you, too. Peace. Thank <laughs>